loser, loser, double loser. As if, whatever. Get the picture. Kiss my ass. It's a road. <laughs> it's a road. It was always road. Did you learn that in the schoolyard? Imagine being called a double loser. Remember we were talking about like the worst things um, that you can say. And I was saying that Jess You're said, hate my guts. Yeah. And then James, you know, our dear friend James, who was giving us chats about the boundaries. Yeah. He said, he voiced around me and he was like, Clara, I've been thinking about this long and hard since that episode came out. And I thought of something meaner than I hate your guts. What? And he was like, you need to uh, rattle the person and take the legs from under them. And how you do that is that from a group mentality. And you go, you know, Sophie. Yeah. Everyone thinks you're a loser. That's so good. Isn't it? Yeah, because it's it's not I think you're a loser. No, and no, you're never going to go, who said that? Because you'd be so upset. Because no, everyone's talking about me. And everyone, everyone thinks you're a loser virgin who can't drive. <laughs> yeah. It's the everyone. And he said it in the pub when I was home. And cause That's we did, really good. We got some people to like judge which was worse, hate my guts, or everything's your loser no that's so much worse there was like audible gasps after everyone thinks you're a loser you don't even need to say fucking loser no everyone here thinks that you're a loser yeah it cuts deep and you'd be too upset to be like who said that you'd be like oh my god everyone's been talking about me excellent work James Uh, yeah thank you James (sighs) let's rock this bitch 30 flirty embarrassing brought to you by 7up free of sugar Great of taste. <laughs> mm. <sighs> Hello and welcome back to TF and P. <laughs> Sorry, I was. Anytime someone asked me the name of it, it thirty thirty impersonating is a lot to say all the time. So I'm wondering to the people who listen, could we say TF and P? Yeah. And you know I've said the phrase 30, 30 and thriving. I'm like, oh, it's like 30, 30 and perishing. Like it's a spin on 30, 30 and thriving. Yeah. And people, I've gotten it from two people over the weekend. Like, I've never heard that before. What planet are they like, from? Maybe they're not 30 yet. Or maybe, yeah, they've never lived. I don't know. It's very odd. Well, one of my friends, when we hadn't even started it, we were planning to start the podcast. She was like, what's the name? But I was like, 30, 30 and perishing. And everyone else had been like, oh, that's such a good title. And she was like, perishing what and I was like yeah and then she was like I don't do you know what perishing means and I was like yeah and then when it came out she was like oh sorry I get it I get it attempted to say her name anyway welcome back to TF&P with radio extraordinaire glamazon DJ bitch (laughs) Clara Cavada and me Sophie Lyons, welcome back to the show. We're glad to have you again. Yes, 30 30 Pershing. TF&P is what the <laughs> girlies are chatting about and the lads. You know, we're finger on the pulse here of pop culture, celebrity, bits and bobs. Goss. Goss. And thematic issues that run through everyone's lives in their 30s. Every group. Every group. Every WhatsApp group. Like every WhatsApp group is talking about us. <laughs> They're on fire. Yeah, every wedding table. Oh, that's good. People at wedding tables be chatting about the pot. My sister was at a wedding and she said she felt famous by association. 
People are like, oh, it's your sister. Actually, Rach said the same thing to me. That, and she was at a wedding as well. Sisters be represented. Well, see, I would love that because I'd be like, it was like when Rach was in the school play and she was the lead part and people would come up to me being like, your sister was so good. And yeah. I was like, oh. And you don't have to do anything. You just get no, to ride in the coattails. No, you're getting vibes by association. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you to the wedding guests. Thank you. Please continue to ring your 30 flirting perishing bell. TF and P bell. Ding dong. It's all right cause I hit It's all right cause I'm saved by the It's all right cause I'm saved by the bell Oh, I love Saved by the bell Yeah, Zach Morris He's a hottie I, I, I assume you like Slater Or you Zach No No, when you were a kid Oh, this is Zach girl Oh, but now do you like Slater? No He cheated on his wife on their honeymoon In real life I also Mario Lopez Correct Mundo. What a little prick. Yeah. Oh, he's a prick. A hot prick. Very successful prick. I also, I think you'll love this piece of trivia. I read Dustin Diamond's autobiography. (laughs) Screech. Yeah. (laughs) And it was dirt about the entire cast and none of them spoke to him after it. And it was about how they like spoke to smoke weed and who got with who and actually. Who got with who? All of them got together. Yeah. And it was all, it was like all the kind of skeletons of the Saved by the Bell cast and they were so angry about it. And so they didn't invite him to the reunions or anything. God, he had a bit of a mad life, Dustin. What? Crazy. Didn't he have a sex this? tape? That's I it. I think I've seen that sex tape as well. What is your Dustin Diamond obsession? No, I think I remember when we were like 19, sex tapes, like celeb sex tapes were all coming out and we were like, we just watch you. Have a viewing party. Kind of. We were in Vancouver for the summer and we watched a lot of them. We Did watched you Paris. Oh, gosh, yeah, that's like amateur. What Paris, happens in that one? Dustin, she's like in a hotel room. She's she like really short hair. I think she's wearing like a black bra underwear. But like it's I think she's giving him head in it. And then Mini Me's sex tape, that was a bad move. Oh. Yeah. Who else? Colin Farrell's is amazing. Oh my god. Ten out of ten. There's a, it's either Colin Farrell's or an Irish porno. That's the same. His is so porny. Well, yeah, so correct me, because I, I can't remember where the story is from, but it's from a porno involving Irish people, whether okay. it's Colin Farrell's or not. And there's two girls and one guy. And the two girls are going down to give your man a, <laughs> a blowjob. And one of them kind of hogs the, the limelight as such. Mm-hmm. And then the other one's getting a bit bored. And then she just goes, give me that, you greedy. <laughs> and yanks the willy out of the woman's. <laughs> that's not Colin Farrell's but I want to watch that now <laughs> give me that you greedy so. that's why I wouldn't be able to have a threesome <laughs> for the kind of like being the group out. dynamic of being like what <laughs> like sitting there no sir I anyway. watched Kim K's oh but how could, what's the deal with that one because so much of it ended up on the like didn't get released I've heard rumours that like there's way worse it's that quite was a tame. hoax oh okay. yeah it was, it's in the new series Oh, so the, the raunchiest bit is in the sex tape. Yeah, but like it's still embarrassing if you were to watch it and it was you. She said she was high on pills, too. Yeah. Does she look out of it? Not from memory, but this was about 10 years ago. Colin Farrell's, I would say, is the best if you're going to watch one. Apparently he's very huge and like just so passionate. And I remember when small. we were watching it, <laughs> when we were watching it, he goes, um, I can't remember what they're doing. I'll probably leave that to everyone's imagination. He was like, Oh, I'd eat you for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh. <laughs> and so, like, all summer, we were like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He's, Give me that, you green. And she, she's so hot. <laughs> I'm sorry, he is so beautiful. Why don't guys look like that? Yeah, he's a bit of a freak of nature. 
Oh my god, sorry. We should probably kick things we off. We should probably kick things <laughs> off with Jador and Jatest. Clara, what's your Jador? I'm loving music this week. Beats. We got Beyonce, she's back. Bay, haven't listened to it yet. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, sorry, I knew you'd be honest. So it's called Break My Soul. New album's coming out the 29th of July. It means, she, bitch, she's going to go on tour. I'm so happy. And I must say, the first time I heard it, I, it got released overnight and then woke up the next day and like Spotify alarms were like alerting, alerting. And when I first heard it, I was like, what? I don't really like what? Mm, uh, uh. And I felt under like, obviously as such a huge drummer was Beyonce fan that I had to like really like it. And I just was really worried. And then I needed to put my headphones on and I needed to listen to it thrice. And now I honestly have listened to nothing else. It is so good. What's it called? The Break My Cell. Okay. Very on you branding. And it's all about like, quit your job. You can't, st- you can't steal my vibes. Like, vibrations being good, you're not going to break my cell. She wants us on the fucking dance floor. And when I think about it, it makes me so happy. She's used, you know, Show Me Love, Robin S, that sample. You got to show me love. Yeah. It's that sampled. And, like, I think with Lemonade and the Beyonce self-titled album, the one before, she wasn't going for radio play. This album... I think she's going for, I want this, um, this, this music, 16 song album called Renaissance Act One. So I think she's like, this is her rebirth rebirth to get us back to where she started, like on the dance floor. I think it's going to be like wall to wall bangers. This is like Beyonce wants okay, to be on Eva, the, she's on the radio. It's, uh, it's so good. Who is she talking to about Don't Break Myself? The haters. You won't break my soul. Oh, it's so good. The haters. Yeah, just like, don't, don't try, the man. Like, don't try bring me down. You can't break... Is it about men? I think it's more like the man or like... Or I could personify it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. The lyrics are really good. They're really... And it's so long. What really annoys me about music these days... In order for Spotify to clock a listen, you need to listen to one third of the song. So what people do now is what you notice is all pop songs are like two and a half minutes, 2.45. Because then they means if... If they'll get a listen. They'll get a... So the longer a minute in, that's basically half the song. So so music... Spotify is actually changing how we listen. Nobody listen wants albums anymore. Everyone just wants quick hits. Like Spotify has really changed how we listen to music and it's fucking depressing. No one listens to like an album or a body of art anymore. I'm talking about like mainstream pop music. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, Harry Styles and people like that are different. But, like, you know, for the more charty people, it's just, like, hit, hit, hit. Like, Ed Sheeran or, what, some, or Ariana Grande. Like, they'll just release short songs. I love this one. No, I know. But, like, how they release music now has completely changed. Got it, got it, got it. Whereas it's not, like, a big album body of work anymore. It's, like, a lot of quick, short hits. But this Beyonce song, it's, like, nearly five minutes. So will there be an act two, Renaissance? Probably, yeah. So I don't know how she's going to release them. Because this is the first time she's done an album launch. In, in two albums in like since 2011 so like she hasn't released she's she done surprise albums she, yeah. where na- whereas now she's gone and gone I'm actually I'm announcing this album and I'm going to do the usual traditional album release like everyone else, like like how it used to be because basically when Beyonce released that Beyonce album the surprise album that nobody saw coming when she like broke iTunes traditionally albums in America were always released on a Tuesday to allow for all the like marketing, the spinning wheels and promotion and all that machine to work. So they'd always be released on a Tuesday and they'd always be announced in advance and blah, blah, blah. Beyonce released Beyonce on a Friday and like broke everything, every record. So that's what, and then now she changed, like loads of people do surprise albums now and she totally changed how the format of how albums were released 
through that album. But now she's going back to basics. And then you have people like Drake. Sorry, don't like Drake. I just I feel very betrayed by him, so I'm a little bit bitter. Why? <laughs> but now Drake is like surprise dropping his album, but announcing it. Surprise! The surprise, because he doesn't want to compete with Beyonce for the song of the summer number one. And he doesn't want to compete with Beyonce for like how their their albums will stream. So he released his early so he wouldn't be competing with her. Why do you hate Drake? Because I loved him from the very beginning. Me and Drake go way back. And I, <laughs> I loved Drake from like the beginning. I was when he used to do, he used to do mad cool shit with like Subtract and Jamie XX and do these mad remixes. He got into like the like somehow, I don't know, got into like the subculture of like electro music in London. And he kind of came up that way. He was under Lil, Lil Wayne's wing and then that album Take Care was unbelievable it's like all dedicated to his mum and everything and we saw him in concert like and he was just I'd never seen a rap concert where the rapper's like jumping around on stage and dancing you know what I'd seen like Eminem where they're just take themselves a bit more seriously or whatever and then he goes and releases nothing was the same and we we saw him live and the whole thing was so overproduced overplanned there was all these like gimmicks and it just it was like he went from like everything's rehearsed then. It it lost its authenticity and it lost me as a fan. And a oh. lot of the songs on that album, one of them's called like something leather. It's he's talking about being like lonely in his big fat mansion. And as you know, I hate famous people talking about how famous they are. And I've heard some mad weird stories about him and I just think he's got an ego the size of Jupiter and I'm just sick of him. And I I just I cut I wash my hands of him. Gone. He lost my respect. <laughs> Anyway. Who did you have a massive rant about a while Benedict ago? Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> or J-Lo. <laughs> yeah, God, you have a lot of hatred of a celebrity. I do. I, I either love him or hate him. So Beyonce, delighted she's back. <laughs> um, obviously love her. And then also Kendrick Lamar, Glastonbury. I was so tired because I'd been up till 4am playing darts the night before. I can't. Legend. Such a cool person. Who's a cool girl? <laughs> and I was so tired. He came on at a quarter to ten, and oh my god, what a show! What a performance! I'll be thinking about that for like two weeks. He he just opens, and then it was like a freight train of his greatest hits. And I was like, okay, he's played all the songs I know now, so like I can turn it off. And then he just played another song that I completely forgot about her. Whatever, and he has these amazing dancers. Or his clothes were unreal. It. Oh my god! If like, and the crowd were going nuts. I was actually watching a bit last night on BBC. Yeah, I love watching the Glasgow coverage. Side note: Did you see Olivia Rodrigo bring out Lily Allen? I did, and they sang "Fuck You." I thought that was so powerful. Yeah, it was really good, and she named all she the named Supreme all Court of them. judges. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. It was really good, really powerful. Um, if anyone's listening to this after. Going to Glastonbury, God bless you, I'd say your hangover is I up know. the wall. Shout out to Sister Sophie. She was there. Ah, oh, Sophie. Yeah, she's dead. She was like, please stop texting me. I'm like, I need to be asleep. Stop How did me she get me. there? What's the commute? So this is a very clever thing they did because she was under the wing of two people who, two of the girls who'd already been. You fly into Bristol. This is from Dublin now. Fly into Bristol on the Wednesday. You stay in a cheapy hotel. Get an early bird, bed at nine. You wake up the next day and you get a bus from Bristol into Glastonbury at eight. So you're skipping the traffic because mm-hmm. the traffic's obviously not there yet. Then you go to your festival, you dance your heart out, you have the time of your life. Get this. At 2 or 3 a.m. on the Sunday, they leave. They get a bus to Bristol Airport. 
They're on a flight at 8am. They're in their beds by half 10 on Monday morning. Oh my God. Now, while you're doing that journey home on no sleep, then you're in your bed for two full days with Domino's on the way. Other pizza stores available. Oh my God. Is that a good one? Yeah, I want really. to do that. I want to go next year. I'd love to. Yeah. Actually, it's definitely something I'd like to do once. I'd like to do VIP though, not a basic test. My friend Craig did VIP. Hello, Craig. Shout out. The VIP was further away than the main car. I don't care. It's the piece of it. Hour and a half walk. I don't care. I'm not bringing a tent. I'm not setting it up. I'm not having like all these like scary strings and daggers putting in near my tent. Pissing on them now. My my fear would be is like you're trundling home pissed after on the like your fourth night of of the festival and you can't find your tent or like there's other people with the same tent or if you need to wake up and you need to pee and you go and pee and then you come back and you can't find your tent. Like that's happened to me at Electric Picnic. If it happened to you at Glastonbury and then you'd be like wandering around, feeling distressed, can't find your tent. Sweet or if you get back to your tent and you've got a crusty in there, how do you get them out? What's a crusty? A festival person who's fallen asleep in your tent. Oh. Or just a festival crusty. The ones that look a bit crusty. You've just made me kind of depressed. Anyway, it looks like the best festival ever. Yeah, it does. I, I hope agree. everyone had fun. What's your door? My door is meeting folk who love our podcast coming up to me at parties. Oh, wow. We. Um, well, you know her. I was at a party last weekend and then this girl came up and was, I was talking to someone and she was like to them, oh, bye. Oh my gosh, yes. And she was like, are you a podcast? And I was like, yes. And she was like, are you Sophie? And <laughs> it was your pal. And oh my God, she was so fabulous. But like, what are the chances that the two and of you it wasn't at that a big party? party? I'd say there was fifteen people there. But how how did this collaboration happen? I still no idea. I don't even know what the connection was. I actually need to ask. Anyway, she was, she was the so great. She was one of the contributors for our. She new was like, episode. I'm the one who gave you all those stories, and I was like, that's you. Like it was like meeting a celebrity myself. <laughs> um, and that's my door it was just such a good buzz so fun yeah love her quick and simple because I just got a, a a photo of the two of you from both yeah, of you yeah. and I was like in what world has this happened I still don't know who the connection is I need to ask that's so anyway fun. it was a great surprise oh go yeah. on that's so good my test is more of a pet peeve because it's happened to me a few times by a few people and I don't understand why all these people, or maybe just generally people, think that this is common practice when it's not. Okay. So, you know, when you're talking to someone and you could, like, be in the same house as them, you could be in the same workspace as them, and you're talking, and nobody else is there to listen, so you're talking to each other. But the, the talker is ages away and expects the talkie to hear. That happens to me every day with James. What the fuck? He's like talking into the wall and I'm like, what? And I have to get up and go around and be like, sorry, what? I'm like, why am I saying sorry? You're the one talking into a boiling kettle. How am I supposed to hear you? Do you know what my pet peeve of human beings is? When they say something and you go, pardon? And they say it at the same volume. And you're like, (laughs) you haven't given me an ounce more of a chance of understanding you. And you can only say pardon twice. And then you Max, just, ah, I think ah, once is enough. Yeah. And they all do it. It drives me, me crazy. Wild with rage. And it's so Idiots. annoying. And it's like, I've had it happen to me. Like, I couldn't even 
pick one individual who's done this because it happens to me all the time. What is it? Do you expect me to have supersonic hearing? And like, or, or, or I would say, I'm just going to brush my teeth and they would talk to me and I'm like, a tap is running. Oh yeah, the toothbrush on. The electric toothbrush. And yeah, yeah, I've got, well, oh yeah, I don't have an electric toothbrush, but I've oh. got a, I know. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a br- brush brushing my teeth and a tap on. Do you think I can hear you in Hell room? no, sister. S- save your breath and wait till I'm in the same Speak room. Speak up. <laughs> Speak up. Or if you want to talk to me, come to me. Enunciate. It honestly, I'm actually getting so aggravated. It's my blood boil. It really, really grinds my gears. And then I'm the one having to go and fetch what you've said to me when you're the one speaking into the wind. Idiots. What's your test? I went on a date with what I can only describe as like, I think it was the worst date I've ever had. Oh, And I've only ever had, that was the second bad date. I've had one other bad date and it wasn't even that bad. I was just like, this guy I'm not into. Like he just wasn't my boss, even though he's really sweet. Yeah. It was my second bad date my entire life, which I mean. It's pretty good going. Yeah, because when I tell people, they're like, I'm actually glad you had that experience because I have that every time I go on a date. He was painful, painful. He basically was asleep. I actually asked him at one point, I was like, are you high? And he was a skyser and he was like, no. I was like, oh, are you, you seem a bit, uh, have you had a few drinks? Like, and he was like, no, why? Oh, great voice. Thank you. Oh, he was awful. Where where did you go? I don't even want to talk about it. But I just wanted to say he's going to test. And people, men like that should have a, like a dot on their forehead. They should be on a registered list. He was 38. Dude. And I understand why he's single at 38. He needs to be put away. Oh. And I actually asked him to leave at the end. Wait, wait, wait. So it was the conversation. So. It was, like it was was grand. Like it wasn't. And he's like, tell me the name of your podcast. And I was like, No. And he was like, I'm going to Google it. And I was like, yeah, go for it. And I was like, I'm not doing this because I was going to absolutely annihilate him on this. Yeah. And was it, how long did it last? Was it just drinks? Just drinks. I think like maybe two and a half hours. Yeah, so you know that. Two hours too long, I would say. I've never, oh my God. But like, so it was just hard to draw a conversation out of him? No, he was just a shambles. Like, he was asleep. Boo. He was basically asleep. (laughs) Did he ask questions or like... Yeah, it wasn't even that. I was just like, why the fuck are we here? Like, and he was like annoying me to go on a date. Boo. Boo. And then how did you leave it so you had to ask him to leave? He was like, oh, you know, we'll have one last one or something. And I, I was just like, I don't want to have one last one with you. Yeah, don't And then he was time. like, oh, be heading home or some, something like this. And I was like, you can leave. And he was like, what? And I was like, you can just go on, go. I just asked him to leave. I was like, I can't deal with this. Just get out of my face. Get the fuck And how did he take that? I don't think he liked it very much. I don't care. Get out of my face. To caveat, I don't ever slam Irish guys on this. Yeah. As a rule. (laughs) Because if you guys have been like, are you going to say that? And I'd be like, I don't do it to Irish guys. Just, you know, uh, you know, don't let down the side, etc. So I'll never do it to Irish boys. He was not Irish. He was disgusting. Oh no. Oh my god. Ew, if I ever see him again. When I was leaving, I literally went into my WhatsApp and slid delete and then just never looked at it again. Ugh, he's gross. Mm. They're cr- there's m- there's men crawling all over London. Do you not think those summer in 
the city in the summer where the freaks come out particularly London it's kind of like a horny energy oh my god it's horny it's like people are in heat no it is I see so many women with no bras on no, it's sexual in London yeah, in the it's summer. it's really, it's got an it's, energy. Everyone kind of comes out to play. It's like kind of barbaric. It's primitive. Yeah, it's back to basics. Oh, and it's like, stripped back to caveman, like BC. Yeah, 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 yeah. People want to be riding in the streets. Yeah. Actually, since you said it, loads of people have been talking to me about Field. There you go. And he was like, oh, I actually tried it out. And I was like, oh, get out of my face, you pervert. Uh, the annoying thing about dates is like, you don't want to waste your own time. So if it's a shit date, you're like, oh my God. But that's only happened to me twice. Yeah, yeah. No, life. I just mean like in general. Like, and you're kind of going like, you're thinking of ways to get out of it or you know that you'll just like never see them again. And you're just like, what's the polite amount of time? It's also just depressing. Mm. It's just like, you're not even fun. Yeah, boring. Yeah, like I'd rather have a laugh and then never see someone again. Do you know what I mean? Mm, he yeah. was just gross. And he worked with pensions. Mm. Like working in pensions. See, I'd be a sucker for that accent though. I'd See, like I started imitating him and I couldn't stop. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I didn't realise you were a scout. So he's like, yeah. Where did that accent come from? It's mad. I love it. That and the Welsh accent I could listen to all day. Oh, Welsh is lovely. It's like they're singing. It's musical. It's, like they're, it's quite like Irish-esque. It's like mm, they're singing. Stunning. Yeah. Anyway, he's my test. Now that COVID is well and truly done and you have things like back to normal, i.e. Glastonbury, from talking to people and stuff, the mood has definitely just switched back to back to normal pre-COVID life in terms of like workplaces. You know, some companies are getting a little less tolerant of like all the working from home or people have to really agree how many days they can come into the office and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we couldn't help but wonder now that you have to like face your bosses and not be stuck in uh, inside in your lovely pyjamas in your beautiful room with your candles lighting and your crystals closed that you have to go and fucking schlep into the office now and with dragon ladies with dragon ladies and it kind of got us thinking about bad Uh, bosses workplace woes and just having to put up with all that shit again our experiences with dragon ladies Mm. i've had so many and dragon lords I've only had dragon lady experiences. Oh, yeah, actually, me too. But I'm sure there's some. Oh, of course there is. But there. I'm literally the devil wears business casual. <laughs> That's the name of the yeah. yeah, I have to say, all my jobs here, I've had awful experiences. Mm. Really bad ones. Like, quite traumatizing. It is, and it's, yeah, I think, well, especially with, like, well, I think with London, it's another pace, and they kind of know that it's like a transient workforce. Oh, that yeah. they work you to the bone. And but like, they know I, if you leave, they'll get some ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's such a huge pool. Mm. I've had terrible experiences. Mm. Really bad ones, yeah. It's such doozies, isn't it? Yeah, and anyone I ask always is like, oh, you wouldn't believe. Like Your first working experience was in London. Like proper work. Your first like job out of college was yeah. London. Oh, yeah, okay. I was Dublin first, obviously. Yeah, I wonder what it would be like because I've never done it. Weird. Yeah. I'm an Irish boss. I think I would like it. Devil's advocate. Company, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I hate authority. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be gauged. <laughs> but yeah, like I've said, I think I said it on the pod before, how like I was in this like, place where they would like give out to you for you know, to go and run all these stupid errands into town. And like I got in trouble for buying the wrong shade of fleur orange ribbon. And, like obviously you're an intern, you're paying your dues. But sometimes bosses would just take the piss and then 
I found out after. So the, it was kind of like you do an internship. It's some donkey thing where they pay your travel for the month, but oh, they don't pay you. a stipend or a stipend. Yeah. And then they go, well, like you might get a job at the end of it. But uh, mine was over Christmas and it was like, okay. And I didn't, I didn't get kept on after Christmas. And it was like, you just needed a donkey to tie you over for the Christmas period. I don't like this whole pay your dues thing. Mm. I think it's barbaric. I think making yeah. someone come out of like a grad scheme or whatever it is or yeah. out of college and then making them work for absolutely nothing and working really long hours. And you're like, but that's what you do at this age and then yeah, you'll yeah, get yeah. this. I don't think that should be a thing anymore. No. Like if, if you're working, you deserve to get paid. I know. Exactly. And if you've like been lucky enough to go to college and get a degree, like it's mad. And like it reminded it made me laugh so much in that scene and everything I know about love in like episode one or two. Mm where Maggie and Birdie are doing that promo work and they're in these like big inflatable pig costumes. They're like, I got a 2-1 in drama and English. And like, here I am yeah. on the side of a road hanging out flowers. And there's nothing wrong with those jobs, but it is like, you're just getting paid pittance. It's just so unfair. Mm. And then like, if you don't get the job, you might have to do another internship. And it's like, who the fuck do they think? Or how are you going to pay anything? Yeah. Like everything's so expensive now. Most mm-hmm. of them are paying rent. Like, where do you think they're getting this money from? And then you get other people who are from wealthier backgrounds who will then take the unpaid internships yeah. and undercut those people saying, "No, I need to be paid." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they can't. Mm-hmm. It's infuriating. It's really annoying. I hate it. Yeah. Plus, like salaries here are a joke. Yeah, actually, I remember in this place that I was working in. They were all organising their Christmas party and it was, I booked a bus to take everyone. The bus man just never showed up. But like, it happened over the weekend. They had the mobile numbers. Like, well, I just booked it. Like, what do you want me to, to do? Like, but they wanted like a refund on the thing. And I was just like rattled with fear. The bus company wouldn't ring me back. They were kind of like, oh God. I'd say if I was being paid, they would have been like, that's going out of your wages. But because they weren't paying me. I was like, well, how is oh it my, my God, fault that's that the, really sad. it's in another country? I just booked the bus. Like, I know it's kind of my fault, but like, it's not really my fault the driver didn't show up. Oh awful. my God, that makes me want to cry for you. As the fit work fear was awful. It was such a workplace woe. <laughs> I actually remember in one of the places I worked in, we had after work drinks. And it was like, the place where we worked was like adults and kids, if you will. <laughs> so there was like parents and then people like, 26 27 type thing and I think there was about five or six of us and we just we were staying there and then one of the adults was leaving and was like oh you're right to lock up and we were like yeah yeah grand because it was only like two floors of an office Mm. but it had like a street door like and one of the girl's boyfriends came in and it just ended up getting really Larry. Like we had all the lights off and had like the projector on and <laughs> one of the girl's boyfriends was like doing the splits on this like 20 grand marble table. Like it was hilarious. <laughs> People were putting like their boobs on the photocopier. <laughs> like it was so funny. And then it was all coming out of the printer, like big, huge A3 sheets of girls' boobs and stuff on the printer. <laughs> and like our faces and stuff. Like it was real innocent fun. But then we went to go lock the door and we couldn't lock it. And we were there for like half an hour trying to lock the door and like put the alarm on and stuff. And then I remember like thinking it was funny. And then I remember on the Sunday being like, what if someone goes in there on tomorrow and there's like this photocopying pages in there? Of like people's boobs and stuff. And you could tell like there was people's faces and stuff on it as well. And then oh, what no, if we didn't lock the like, office? Oh my God. And then I went in and then I was like, and no one had said anything. But someone had gone up to one of the girls and was like, 
Are you going to wipe the photocopier down? No. It was terrifying. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like those kind of things. Yeah. So they found out. I think that girl knew. But like after that though, after that like job ended, I was like, I am not socializing. With, <laughs> I was just like, it's not, I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't do it. So I stopped doing I, it. I stopped photocopying my boobs from that day on. I didn't photocopy my boobs, <laughs> but it was very funny. I actually still have them somewhere. Oh, but, no. like, that taught me a real lesson. Like, it was so funny, but I had a real dragon lady in that work. Don't mix business with pleasure. Don't do it. I wish I could. Mm. But since then, I just haven't. I have great work pals, though, from all the places I've worked. From the last two big jobs. I have lovely work pals. But... I've had such bad experiences with the job. So yeah. that makes me not want to... Socialise. Yeah, because then I just want to leave. Yeah. And then I just, like, don't like talking about my weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm assuming you've had a dragon maybe you want to tell me about. I did have one in particular and for fear of me going on a rant, basically in one place I was in, we were a very small team of three. So there was kind of a boss and two execs, me being one of them. The boss put the other exec on stress leave and then had to... She put the... Yeah, she gave... So the exec had to go on stress leave because of the pressure the boss was putting on her. Mm-hmm. And then the, an investigation had to happen. Is that what happens? In this case, yeah. I don't know about every case. Oh. And... The the boss got put off work for six weeks. The other girl was on stress leave. So here was... Muggins. Muggins. I was literally just about to say Muggins. Carrying the department on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> on my shoulders. And um, I had, there was a lot... It was during a very crucial time of the year where a lot of campaigns were, were live. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I did the best I could with the knowledge I had. A lot of stuff got turfed <laughs> onto me that I knew nothing about. They looked after different regions like that I'm not even involved in. And I thought I soldiered on. Well, everyone told me I was doing a lovely <laughs> job. <laughs> Dragon Lady comes back. Bear in mind the reason why she... <laughs> so your one was still on thicker. My... Uh... Counterpart was still on stress leave. Poor girly. A dragon lady. She was so lovely. Yeah. So dragon lady comes back before stress leave girl comes back. So you just bear in mind <laughs> why she. In, in the trenches. Here I was in the fucking trenches. And this fucking <gasps> Gestapo. <comes> <laughs> <laughs> and what does she do? <laughs> the Gestapo. <laughs> They are Gestapos. She comes back and has the nerve to critique the work that I have done for her on her behalf 
like I would have done that differently and do you really think that that was the right choice and if if that's what you thought was best so I had to take things into my own hands and the little man had to fight back she did so I told on him <laughs> So I dialed up the MD, who I luckily had a good relationship with. Cause she you was called one, her? She was the one patting me on the back the whole time. I was yeah, you called her, along on my own. I did. I rang her. On the phone? On the blower. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, whatever happened was happening to the counterpart, her, her gun's pointed at me now. What's happening? <laughs> anyway, I, I, I think I complained about it before. So the issue was known. And then so me picking up again, going like, Gestapo's like, back. Yeah, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then um, she was like, okay, whatever. And then at that point, I was so checked out. And it, or sorry, it, it, it didn't really matter to me because I knew I wasn't staying in the place. Mm. But it still didn't make it any less hard to deal with because it's just like, you shouldn't be like fearing phone calls and like worried about emails. Like she just made the environment absolutely awful. And I have a few little ears on the ground there now, but she's still doing the same fucking shit. In the trenches. Why aren't people like that fired? Poor Gazer. I know, yeah, just choking along, telling tales on the Gestapo. Yeah. So yeah, no, it was was fine. And I think like, well, sometimes with, with that one, you know, when you have to actually... It is a good like lesson in terms of like having to stand up for yourself. And I still don't think while it was a lesson and I did have to do it, I still don't think I'm any less prepared for when it happens again or if it happens again. Because I feel like I express my anger through tears. So like if I'm in a workplace scenario and I want to ask for more money, I'll probably cry. Or if I want to complain about someone, I'll definitely cry. Like when I was handing in my notice in my last place, like I was crying and he was like, why are you, why are you getting so upset? <laughs> like, like, sorry, he was perfectly nice, but he was just like, whoa. And he said it to my colleague. It was like, she was really, that stars are leaving. And I was like, why? Am I, what? And I think it was like, well, I was kind of like, you know, moving. Yeah, I was moving to London and stuff, but like, <laughs> he was, I think he was, whoa, didn't realise Clara cared so much. <laughs> But I do, like, I, I, I'm so annoyed. I have no other way of expressing my anger. So in those work scenarios, I can't help but cry. And I just think as soon as the fucking waterworks start, they don't take you seriously. And then everyone's walking on eggshells. But I've Well, no- that's not fair. But no, but I wish either, I wish I was taught, not I wish, I wish, like, I think it's the patriarchy. I don't know. But it's like women and their anger and women and their emotions are taken very differently like to how a man would conduct oh God, themselves yeah. in the workplace like a man naturally wouldn't cry whereas i think women and girls are coddled into crying from a young age but like you're not crying for no reason true but i just wish something has made you cry yeah but i like i get like a shaky voice if i have to talk about the serious things and i just wish i need to toughen up no you don't but i just think i that... actually regret that I didn't cry and express myself more for a long time. Mm. I really do. Because I'm like, why should I have to hold that in? I know, yeah. And not be able to be like, say that you're vulnerable. I just wish I had more of a choice in the matter. Because like, with yeah, me, I it's mean, like it's overwhelming. Yeah, I it's not when you can't control it. But like, I think if something's really upsetting you, I don't see why you should be like, I can't cry. Like something has made you upset. 
I know, yeah. But so like, you should be able to express yourself. I really regret like maintaining like that stiff upper lip, if you will. I really <laughs> my, do because I'm stoicism. like kind of yeah. Interesting. Maybe we should Freaky Friday and change places. But I think no other things will really get my blubber going than if it's like a workplace issue. Like when I rang that MD, I was in the bathroom wailing. Maybe not wailing, but I was angrily speaking with tears. Not angrily speaking, but you know, like I was Yeah, if I was really tears. upset, like really, really, really upset, my voice would go a bit shaky, I think. Yeah. Like I, this other dragon lady actually, she literally gave me promotion, made up a job and was like, we want this for you now. Go away, think about it, come back with ideas. And then she like men and blacked, forgot that she had said anything and just never mentioned it again. She was like, we're going to, what salary are you on? No, 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 no. We're going to throw, I didn't ask her for this. No, no, no. That's ridiculous. We'll get you more. Then we're going to go and you're going to do this. You're not going to be doing that anymore. You're going to be up here doing this. Bish, bosh, bosh. This is where I want you in the company. All right. And I was like, came out fucking punching the air. And then, oh, poof. Like, bear in mind, she had to walk by my desk to get to her office. Catching her eye. She'd like pretend she wouldn't see me. I'd like go into her office, be like, can we chat? No, sorry, I'm busy. Like just avoid, avoid. She was basically waiting until I tired out. What was that about? And the promotion never came. The job never came. She just like erased it from her memory. Forgot. And then I went into her to talk about like then later about like money. And then obviously like the voice went shaky. And I was just like, you fully gave me a job, then took it back. And then now you're saying no more money. What did she say? I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. Like it never What's wrong with these people? Yeah. One of my bosses here, uh, she made me cry a few times. Oh. And then she was a dragon. Like a fire-breathing dragon. Like she, the stuff she made me do. She made me go collect her dry cleaning once. What? She made me go to her house once to get keys that she had forgotten into her family home and collect keys. That's very Miranda Priestly. It was very Miranda Priestly and she didn't merit that. She was such a control freak. You had to be sitting at your desk at nine. Everyone had to be sitting at their desk at nine. Lunch was strictly at one to two. You could not come past two. So even if you're working half one, you couldn't go for an hour. And then strictly at your desk until six. That sounds like school. It was like sitting next to the principal. You couldn't do anything. Oh my God. She actually still gives me anxiety. Oh my God. And then she would have problems with like what people ate. What? Yeah, like she had weird things with certain foods and she would like comment on them. And then she would like make you come in early on a Friday. We finished an hour earlier and she always would make you either come in early or work through lunch. You'd be like, well, we have a working lunch. It's like, you just want me to take the hour to get the hour back. Oh my oh God, my she God, was terrible. awful. She was. She still sends shivers down my spine. But my manager, she was like the boss and my manager was awful as well. Like it was horrific. We see that kind of stuff. It's the top down. No, the two of them separately were weirdest. Like my one had a lot of issues. And then I actually just stopped talking to her one day for like three weeks. I was like, I was not dealing with her. And I just stopped talking to her because she did something really rude. And then she was like five years older than me. And then I had to initiate a conversation to talk about it. And oh. she was my manager. Uh. And she's like, can you give me like examples of what you're talking about? I hate when people ask for these And examples. I was like, I've come up to you, you're five years older than me and you're a bitch. 
I'm saying like, let's sort this out. And I'm just saying the way you talk to me is very unpleasant sometimes. And I don't appreciate it because you don't talk to other people like that. She's like, I need examples. And I was like, well, I've initiated this conversation. So maybe you could throw me a bone and be like, I'm terribly sorry. If you... She said nothing like that. Oh it was God. the workplace from hell. God, I'm glad you're out of there. But then I went to my next place and I got made cry again. I got made cry. <laughs> I got confronted by my manager and I literally was like I'm about to cry and she was like oh my god and she pulled me downstairs into like behind this massive corporate reception into this like quiet space and I wailed for over an hour and I like couldn't breathe talking to her why what did she confront you about she said we had a meeting and she said I wasn't engaging or something in it and I was like because you're giving me the workload of CEO with the the pay (laughs) with the pay of Anne Hathaway in in, um, in No Miz and then like it's funny now I'm literally in rags I was like I'm literally Anne Hathaway in No Miz I've no teeth my hair is falling out I haven't showered in days I haven't eaten in years and you're telling me I'm not engaged. Okay, sure. And she did nothing. She did nothing. There's nothing worse than a lazy boss. And she was that person who couldn't turn a PowerPoint into a PDF. Like that, that's, and I was just like, are you fucking joking? Like, are you joking? Oh my God. And then I was waiting. Then she was like, um, well, I leave you down here to collect yourself, you know, before you go back upstairs to work. Like that kind of thing. Like a normal person would have been like, go home and take an hour. Yeah. Because it was like 4 p.m. Or go for anyway. a walk. Walk. Go like for it a was walk. 4 p.m. Just let me go home, you bitch. And then I was there crying uncontrollably. Like I was like, <gasps> and I don't cry. Yeah. And I was there crying uncontrollably. And this girl comes up and was like, Are you Irish? <laughs> I was like, Excuse me? You saw it through like, I was literally like, <laughs> like that crying. And she's like, Are you Irish? And I was like, Yeah. And then she was like, Oh, it's so nice to meet another Irish person in here. Oh, uh, who's this Colleen? No, hang on. I was oh. wailing. Please leave me alone. I don't oh, yeah, know her. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And she goes, it'd be great to get a cup of coffee sometime. And I was like, okay, hang <laughs> on. I was like, leave me alone. Like, I was in prison. Like, it was horrific. Oh, my God. Well, like, pass me a tissue. Or just leave me alone. <laughs> How did you sense your eyes from your sobs? I have no idea. <laughs> So we obviously wanted to get the voice of the people <laughs> to see what like what other people's experiences was. Because I think I've had particularly bad experiences. Uh-huh. And I think it's the spirit saying, stop working for other people. Yeah. Get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> get out of there. Um, be your own boss lady. Yeah. Like for be your own girl sake, boss. Like, just let me be my own girl boss. <laughs> yes, let, set me free. Yeah, let me be Talisa. Um <laughs> Yeah, she has girl balls on her hand. Oh my god, amazing. Maybe I'll get that. And I found this very confusing. When I asked if people have a dragon boss lady, only 38% said yes. Oh. I'd question your standards because, or maybe it's because I said boss lady and not maybe. boss lord. Yeah. I just thought that was a bit weird. Mm-hmm. I'd reassess that, girls. Do you fake laugh with your boss too? 87% said yes. Mm-hmm. That fake laugh is... The first yeah. dragon lady I was talking about, all I did was fake laugh at her. Oh. She told one story once. It was the most 
hideous, despicable story that she thought was sweet and I had to fake laugh at it. And I remember swiveling around in my office chair and my eyes were just so wide. And I was like, this woman is barbaric. <laughs> uh, would you rather get a root canal than have lunch with like your annoying colleagues? 67% said yes. Fair. Yeah. It's, there's nothing worse. I'd rather go to the bathroom by myself. And then I also said, did everyone enjoy our news? And they gave us 100% said so thank you so much for everyone who gave us 100% because I think they did really like them mm. you know yeah they were great dudes yeah to be fair oh um, someone was just telling me their I think it was the head of their company mm. turned out that they were saying to other people in the office that they spent loads of time in the bathroom who, who was spending the time in the bathroom my friend Oh, so the boss But the, the MD of the company was telling other people in the office that this person spent a lot of time in the bathroom. Oh, my God. Like, commenting on the toilet time. That's so rude. I think that's really, really mean. But, like, you don't know what... Well, you don't know what's going on in there. In that tush of theirs. That's really fucking I've weird. I've never... That's so strange. Because, like, I have to say, like, when I go to work in the bathroom, it's a real trip. As in, like, I take it as a, as a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll sort of flounce off, but I might put a mug in the sink. Yeah. Make a day of it. Make a day of it. Go into the <laughs> bathroom, sort of look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah, touch up. Yeah, check your blower. Go to the bathroom. Then you can kind of saunter back into the kitchen, mill around for a bit. Then yeah. maybe go to your locker, your cubby hole, what have yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Listen to a few audio notes. Yeah. But then your boss is secretly ta- timing putting you on the stopwatch. I actually know there's a few banks you have to log your bathroom time, oh like God. in bank type vibe. That's so that's so sh- shit. Literally, I get fired. That's that's very um. It's Gestapo. Yeah. Very mau. It's very like clocking in and clocking out. Yeah. Uh, oh God. Yeah. Jigree. Jigree. I know. That's horrible. I've one here. I swear I'm not a bad guy, but I fired 20 people in 20 months. His choice. He had to fire 20 people in 20 months. But not his choice. That's terrifying. <laughs> Here's another one. This is a common one. Fired half the staff and expect us to carry on the company on our same wage. Yeah. Oh, we actually, in one place I worked in, they gave out a voucher at the end of one year. And yeah. it was like, I think for 400. So that was like the bonus. Mm. Which, in the grand scheme of things, is nothing. Mm-hmm. And then the following year, because they were doing so badly, <laughs> they printed out a card, this premium-made card that they had designed. It was all coloured, really thick quality, really nice envelope. And it the bonus was a day off on your birthday. <laughs> Which most companies give anyway. But if they took the money from the printing of cards, <laughs> they could have given us... Something. Like a fiver. And then someone was like, open it. And I was like, I don't even want to fucking open this. The the weight of this envelope was annoying me. Oh my God. Yeah. And you just think something amazing's in there. I think I saw someone open it and they were like, a day off on my birthday. Oh. That was the bonus. Oh my God. Sorry. That's... Last year they were like, this is another place I worked in. They were like, and there's something special making it the way to all of your homes. All from the leadership team. And we have not forgotten the work you've done. And I, like, they never gave anything. I got this box that's like, I'd say double the size of a shoebox. Open it, filled with loads of paper confetti. 
Yeah. Tons and tons. It takes me ages to get to the bottom of it. Do you want to know the name of <laughs> Four chocolates. <laughs> I'm sorry. Four chocolates. What co- like a bar- the packaging alone would have cost <laughs> more than the chocolates. It, for, the chocolates would have cost a fiver. I honestly was what like, I honestly threw it, almost threw it. People are so tone deaf. Like, how stupid can you be? People literally want cash. They just give the people what they want. Give cash. the people cash. Cash. I know it's a tax thing, so give a voucher. Do not give me four chocolates and say thank you. Oh my God. I'd eat them on my lunch break anyway. Oh no, I was raging eating them. I was like, oh. <laughs> How dare you? There's another one that I got in here that really leads on from that. And it goes, companies spent months rejecting our request for pay rises while announcing in the monthly meetings, like they had these big yeah. monthly meetings, the fig- the sales figures of 1 million euro. So like every month they were saying, oh, and we've hit our sales target of a million euro. Once again, we've met it. But then nobody was getting pay rises. Or no, like the money wasn't just going back. Or I remember Go straight into the big fat pocket of the owner. But it's so tone deaf. Like, why are you announcing the sales figures and then going, oh, sorry, no, we have no money for payments. They're so stupid. They are so yeah. thick. I went in and I was like, oh, I'm on X amount and I've been here for X amount of time and this is the work I do and, you know, no, no. And what I asked for was not unreasonable. And yeah. then they were like, typically it's it's 4%. And like, I calculate what 4% would be. And it was something ridiculous. And I mm. honestly like, it's infuriating. Oh, it's so bad. Pay me the cash. Give me the cash. Give the people cash. Don't give me anything else. I don't want a <laughs> mug when I start. Mm. I don't want that. <laughs> give me the cash. Show me the, the money i don't want anything else <laughs> i just want cash i don't care you know when they're like what 10 percent off in the local coffee shop and i'm like give me the cash <laughs> i don't want 50p off i don't want 25p off tea i don't want it <laughs> you're so right oh when they're like oh but the the benefits you're like the benefits are shit <laughs> they really lean into the benefits oh my god i or don't this care affiliate marketing shite you know where it's like oh Here's your HelloFresh discount. And it's like, I get that anyway. Why are you pretending that this is a perk of the company? Honestly. I was a senior manager at a company. And during COVID, all the employees were given laptops to work from home. Mm -hmm. The company's system started getting hacked and viruses started spreading. Like not just COVID, am I right? (laughs) And it infiltrated our internal systems because employees were disabling our security systems to watch porn on the laptops. As manager, I had to confront said employees. Oh, God. And my, oh, my, was it awkward, dot, dot, dot. That's really awkward. I know someone who has... Why would you do that? That's so stupid, though. But, like, people stream stuff illegally anyway. Okay, this is... You're watching porn on your company's I'm not laptop. watching porn. I don't no, watch Not porn. you. Clara, I don't watch porn. <laughs> Imagine being caught, imagine being caught, pulled into a meeting, being like, once again, Jeffrey, you've been watching granny porn and it needs to stop. Our company's security systems are at risk. Or Geraldine, whoever's the porn watcher. That's a doozy. I mean, mortifying. But like, it, it seems to be company-wide as well. But I think during COVID, like, <laughs> didn't Italy or something give people a free... No, pain? it was, um, oh, one of the porn sites, Pornhub. Porn Hub. Gave premium for free <laughs> to people in Italy. 
I know someone who had to tell some an employee that they smelt. B.O.? Yeah. They just, oh. like, take them into a meeting and be, like, talking about hygiene and stuff. Mortifying. Oh, Mortifying. Really For everyone involved. involved. You'd have to leave. You couldn't stay there. You'd be like, thank you so much. I'll take board and I'll, what you're saying on board. <laughs> and you'd pack up your belongings, you turn off your computer, and you never see them again. You'd take your phones <laughs> and your stapler. <laughs> Good day, sis. Yeah. Thank you so much. Sometimes people don't smell themselves, I guess. It's tough to smell nice all the time. Everyone has a bad day. But I think this was a really offender. <laughs> <laughs> oh... The last one was directors stealing your sales opportunities every time. Taking your ideas. Taking your ideas. Yeah, one of my old bosses used to do that. Or taking your, like, you've dug out the sales opportunities and then just go, okay, I'll have that. Thank you, bye. Oh my God. Anyone who's listening to this who's in a bad workplace, try and get out of there. Like, it's just not worth it for your health. No. Or your self-esteem. It's not at all. Get out. As Beyonce said, apparently. I need to listen to it. You won't break my soul. Yeah, don't let them break break your soul. soul. Get out of there, girls. Quit my job. Like, literally, the first line is, I quit my job. So that should be the anthem for your week ahead, girlies. Quit your job. Yeah. (laughs) You won't break my soul. Oh, you won't break my soul. And quit your job. Everyone should just quit their job. Give up. Not give up, but you've had enough. Word. Time to go. Get out of there. Thank you so much for listening to our episode this week. Um, I hope we've created a safe space of bitching and ranting and raving and made you feel not alone with your workplace woes, with your dragon lords, your dragon lady boss people and just know that... You don't deserve that. You don't... You... Thank you. You don't deserve it. You don't. And just get out if you can. And if you love your job, fair play because I'm sure it took a while to get there. Yeah. I wonder if I'll ever get there. Actually, I hope they are. Have some wedges. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Oi, oi, oi. And go back and listen to some of our older episodes. Still getting loads of great feedback about our news episode last week. I got loads of questions being like, what spurred that on? Can't be revealing my sources. Maybe I have something on my phone, girls. Who knows? Mm, and then I also got a few t- good few texts about the ASMR of us opening the Strongbow Rosé can at the beginning. It was arousing. It was. And I've had so many people have been Googling to see if they can get an Ireland. I'm so sorry, girlies. It's not available yet, but don't worry. I'm going to be setting up a black market channel so I can shuffle it over the border. Where is Strongbow from? Oh, it's like English. I love they sponsored us. We need a strong strong rosé. It's hurdy flirty impression brought to you by strong rosé. Oh my god! If like anyone on. works or knows someone in the strong like rosé somewhere, is it Diageo? No, it could be some big alcohol distributor. We need you. We need you. We need your help. Could you help us out? Yeah, because it's like we need to get out from under our dragon lady. Yeah, 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 and under some rose. And under strong strong rosé. That's so good. So I'm sorry for the. Uh, well, we kind of did like Strongbow Rosé porn in a way because you can't enjoy it. You could put one in your suitcase next time you're going home. I'd probably drink it to be fair. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I should probably, I should bring some back and do like a sampling party. Oh my God, like a tasting. A tasting. Because this is our 30th episode and we did Woo! have, 
We did have some plans, but sadly, due to scheduling and unforeseen circumstances, and, and a, f- a flooding, a flooding, and a whole lot of baloney, it didn't <laughs> go. It didn't go um, as we had planned. But we'll as most people's thirtieths in the pandemic, am I right? <laughs> Relatable. Loads of thirtieths didn't go ahead because this stupid pandemic <gasps> foiling all our plans. So look, we're here with you. We'll be we're celebrating here. our thirty. We're queer. <laughs> happy Pride. No. We... Oh yeah, happy Pride. <laughs> so yeah, look, it got a little bit scuppered, but you know what? We'll be celebrating our thirty-first and our thirty-second with the same gumption. So watch this space, girls. Have a great week. You're doing great, sweetie. You don't deserve dragon ladies and dragon lords. Spit on the dragon ladies and lords. Hiss and give the finger to the Gestapo. I love the term Gestapo. <laughs> XOXO.